You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Heidi ho, it's almost time for Thanksgiving. I know, I know. You're thinking it's a week away, but uh, <laughs> it's closer than you may think. Uh, it was funny. I was telling my wife, I said, well, Talking I can't. It's March 3rd. I'm listening to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's the magic of podcasting. I told my wife, I said, well, it's hard to believe Thanksgiving's next week. And she goes, no, it's in two weeks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. She, they had, my youngest daughter and her had just gone to the, the various stores to pick up stuff. Oh, and I was thinking, I mean, I actually asked, are those those croissants, is that for Thanksgiving? No, Thanksgiving <laughs> is in two weeks. Oh, <laughs> eat them. No. So I grabbed one quickly before I pointed out that Thanksgiving was in a week because I didn't want to say, oh, yeah, don't eat those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sad news, uh, if you haven't already heard, uh, good news for us, <laughs> but uh, the uh, the Jeep Talk Show is not going to ha- be having publishing any episodes next week, Thanksgiving week. So, yes, if this is March 2022 or 2023, you don't have to be concerned at all. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, we will uh, we'll, we'll be off, really for the first time in a long time, actually taking uh, some, some time off from the show and uh, being with family and uh, not recording earlier in the week, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, the, but the show will return on December the fir- uh, 1st, and that will be a roundtable uh, discussion, which is always, it, it has become a very popular segment. We, we're doing very well with that. It's a lot of fun getting there and interacting uh, with, our, uh, with our listeners and uh, a listener like you. So uh, check out our newsletter to learn how to, uh, learn how to get into our Zoom meetings. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never driven anything but Jeeps, this show is for you. Josh, Tammy, Wendy, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about Turkey Gobble. Hey, hello, Jeeper. Uh, we are glad you're here on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show. I've got a story that might make you want to wear a helmet the next time that you take your Jeep out on the freeway. We've got some details about the new Renegade, and I've got a must-have that your butt will thank me for later. Trust me. <laughs> and speaking of later, uh, later, in the sh- no, later in the show, we're going to be talking about head units around the campfire. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and on this episode, I'm going to share some things I'm grateful for. Hey, I'm Tony, and the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator has already started to give me a warning message on the dash. <laughs> Hang in there for our Gladiator segment to find out what it is. Hmm. Y- you do need to put gas in it every so often. I'm just <laughs> Well, I made the mistake and used the green pump, and that might be the reason why oh. I get the... <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. But I heard it's the probably just get it better is- gas mileage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, it had a much better flavor than the, uh, the, the ethanol one. <laughs> Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Oh, it most certainly is. Glad you are here. Jeeps and rocks go together like peanut butter and salami on a double-decker club sandwich. Hey, don't judge. Try it sometime. Now, although it's a match made in heaven, rocks and jeeps sometimes should stay far apart. The Florida Highway Patrol actually is investigating after a large rock crashed through the windshield of a Jeep Wrangler on I-75 in Collier County on Tuesday morning. 
According to FHP, the rock fell from the bed of a pickup truck that was traveling south on the right lane of the interstate near mile marker 111. The Jeep was traveling in the center lane behind the pickup. The rock allegedly fell off the back of the truck, bounced on the road, then went airborne and pierced the window of the Jeep. The windshield of the Jeep, rather. The rock hit the right shoulder of the passenger riding in that Jeep, giving them minor injuries. Troopers reminded drivers in a tweet uh, to make sure that any load being transported is secured. The pickup truck is described as white, but the model is unknown. Anybody with information on the truck is asked to call the Florida Highway Patrol. Yes, so if you know of a white truck, call the Highway Florida Highway Patrol. Can you imagine? Really? Can't narrow that down a little more than that? Does it say uh, free 10 millimeter sockets inside? That's it. Oh, man. I don't even know how you uh, would find that truck. Yeah, no. I mean, every contractor's truck is white. You know, there's got to be a million of them in the state. So good luck. You know, good luck with that. Hopefully they got a, uh, you know, uh, a of a, maybe a security know, cam or a Tesla was riding by and they, they got the oh, security hey, there cam. You go. Yeah, so, cool. yeah, someone else's video to see who it is and get the license plate. Yeah. So to paint the picture for uh, those listening who don't uh, have access to the show notes like my co-host do, who can see the Jeep windshield, the damage mm-hmm. relating from the rock and said rock itself, which is, oh, I don't know. Imagine putting about two and a half baseballs together. Yeah, uh, and yeah. It, that uh, it's definitely bigger than a softball. Uh, it is nothing that you would want bouncing off the cement nope. and coming airborne at your Jeep windshield at freeway speed. So, uh, yeah, thankfully there were no nobody was killed. I mean, goodness gracious, uh, that you know any other way. I mean, if that would have hit in the middle of the windshield or you know something like that, uh, could have went right into somebody's face. Uh, it, thankfully, it, it was more in the, the shoulder windshield. area. The windshield did a really good job keeping that thing uh, from That's from what going it's inside. To do, yeah. yeah, but but also it looks like the driver didn't panic, which is you know the next thing that could have happened, and maybe stayed calm. Well, they were probably on the, the they road. were probably on the cell phone texting or watching a video or what's what the hell was that noise? Oh, I guess I should pull over now. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Before taking you know twenty seven pictures and posting it on uh, you know Instagram. Yeah. Wait, um, let me take a selfie. So the, when, when my wife and I went to Hidden Falls back in, uh, I guess, May or June, this stock gladiator, and we took it out there, uh, we, had, we took a, a rock strike uh, to the windshield. And I told you guys oh, about it. It had a little bit of a star pattern. It was right there in the, it, like if you're looking at this picture we, that we have, and we'll have this uh, in our show notes that you can uh, look at at jeeptalkshow.com, but right there in that little black area, the, right, uh, right above the, the hood or the cowl, so you yeah. really even couldn't see it. Oh, I mean, couldn't you, see it. Sure. Nah, nah. So right where the windshield wipers rest. Yeah. So when I and I think I mentioned this uh, last week when I took the Gladiator in to get the oil changed, uh, I got it back and there was a crack on the windshield. Oh. <gasps> and and now it's all the way to the top of the windshield. Oh, yeah. time uh, to fix it. So I was pricing some Gorilla Glass windshields today. No, you weren't. <laughs> oh God. You, <laughs> well, for the well, show, then, you know, you know be able to report. Yeah, it's, it's for testing for the Whatever. show. Yes. No, uh, four thirty nine. Oh, that's not bad. No. I, that's price, not bad actually. It's a lot more. Not pay, you know, for an XJ windshield, but you know, there you go. I mean, always like a hundred and twenty bucks for to have it installed. So, so it's funny. Uh, three months after I got my Jeep, uh, I had to replace the windshield on it. Uh, sa- same sort of thing. Uh, got a rock chip. Didn't really think anything of it. Oh, you know, it's just a chip. And, and then you come out one morning and there's just a crack all the way across yep. the windshield. It's like, well, I guess I'm replacing that now. 
though i don't know um i'm gonna do some videos and i mean let's check some youtube videos and see if there's a way to uh to make that crack disappear uh it I, is I, you buy a new windshield well i mean you know with a, a cheaper alternative with the, the glue and the suction and all no, that you crap. can do that you can do that with uh with the chips and with a spider it's uh but the moment tiny. it gets legs that's what i was thinking yeah. yeah that's what i was thinking i actually bought some stuff to take care of it but it was not in my way so i just you know didn't care anything about it and then one That'll day learn yeah yeah then one day i'm pulling out of the out of the driveway and i'm hearing this weird noise and i'm looking around <laughs> and thinking there's something scratching the top of the the top or something and fingernails uh, on a chalkboard so I actually, yeah i actually heard <laughs> yeah. that uh heard it doing that but uh so anyway it was i appreciate you uh, you know bringing them back the ptsd now, that would make windshield. a great oh. <laughs> tiktok by the way tony that would have made a great tiktok had you been filming that knew that? It was happening. You guys hear that? I don't. I don't hear anything. What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> you know, the dash cam is. You can see the the line yeah. going across the windshield. Perfect. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, for you Renegade fans out there, the 2022 subcompact Jeep is getting a little bit of a polish. As with other Stellantis brands, the Renegade in the Jeep lineup will be getting a reconfiguration of sorts. Let's call it more of a re-offering, if you will, as the only as only the Sport, Latitude, Limited, and Trailhawk trims will be making it into the 2022 model year. That's half the number of trims on the Renegade configurator at the tail end of the fourth quarter in 2021. So far on the chopping block is the Freedom, Jeepster, 80th Anniversary, and Islander trims, to name a few. Now, I still don't get why they use the iconic Jeepster name for something that couldn't be further away from a commando, but I, I digress. Now, also, there's some drivetrain switcheroo happening for the new year as well. Only the Sport will be available in front-wheel drive next year. The other three are four-wheel drive only. That means in 2022, the Sport gains a front-wheel drive trim and the Latitude loses its current front-wheel drive trim. The Sport and Latitude will get the automaker's 8.4-inch touchscreen and navigation standard, not even an option for the 2021 model, and the Limited gets a tweaked design next year as well, including a new grille, new fog lamps, and mirror caps, even a revised rear balance and standard 18-inch wheels instead of the current 17-inchers. Yes, I, I said 18-inch wheels on a subcompact, four-wheel drive vehicle. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't shoot the messenger. The smallest model in the brand's lineup gets a new altitude trim that darkens the Renegade's attitude rather with gloss black grill rings, gloss black badges, daytime running light, and turn signal bezels. Gloss ba black side mirrors with integrated turn signals and rear valance. It too will be equipped with a larger than it should probably have 18-inch wheels and, you guessed it, gloss black to finish the exterior makeover. Inside, deluxe cloth or leather-trimmed seats with sky a ski gray accent stitching pair match with more gloss black accents and a black headliner. With all these blacked-out parts, I think instead of altitude, they should call it emo or goth, actually. <laughs> now, finally, the exterior color palette shrinks from 11 colors down to just 7. Alpine white, bikini black, Colorado red, graphite gray, slate blue, and sting gray all remain. Granite crystal metallic, jet set blue, Omaha orange, and glacier get their pink slips and retire. All with all the craziness the used and new car markets have seen as a whole this year with the microchip shortage, prices on the 2022 Renegade are completely up in the air, but rumors circulating seem to point to the magic number of $1,500. Whether that's a swing up or down on which trim is unknown at this point, the 2022 Renegades should be hitting dealers between now and February of 2022. I'm confused. This doesn't look like the Renegades that I, I remember from... You know, years ago, what what what, well, what is this? Well, there's been some Photoshop. There's been some Photoshop. <laughs> <I think. Yeah. laughs> 
Yeah, no. For for those who have been living under a rock, Angry the uh, renegade is is not a, <laughs> a, a wrangler trim, uh, much like it used to be. Uh, well, it even wasn't a renegade uh, wrangler back then, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, the renegade is Jeep's new uh, subcompact. It's been around for a few years. Uh, they've got several trims of it, and it's the smallest Jeep ever made. The cutest Ute. I mean, uh, didn't you do a story on they they drove this thing backwards yes. through uh, water and a water park or something? Well, no, it was a uh, Olympic whitewater rafting course. There you go. Uh, and uh, uh, you know what they would use to train, and they they took some snowboarder chick off the mountain. They threw her <laughs> into this thing uh, and said, "Okay, drive it backwards." Not like in reverse, but you know, against the flow of water. Oh, okay. And oh, and it. this thing managed to do it actually. Uh, so, and the only uh, modifications they made was that I think they relocated the ECU like an inch and a half up off the floorboard, just in case. So, did they paint it salmon color? They should have put a tail <laughs> on it. Swimming upstream, <laughs> get it? Yeah. And then there was oh, a boy. there was a bear, you know, that was actually uh, <laughs> the uh, the original renegade that would just there's a, claw there's it. A JKU on forties, uh, you know, at the top, and just drove over <laughs> the top of it. Just, no. <laughs> oh, we could have fun with this all day. Yep. <laughs> well, this guy is likely not going to be seeing a day for very long. Speaking uh, of fun all day. Quite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, hopefully, I can get his name right here. Uh, Kevin Alta Moreno. Yeah, I think uh, that's right. He's 29. Yeah. He faces multiple charges after a series of bad decisions. And oh, just boy. right off the top, I mean, face tattoos. That pretty much yeah. says it all. Now, according <laughs> yeah. to the statement of facts, uh, Alta Marino, uh, Marano, Marano, this guy, who was just released not a month prior for stealing a truck and crashing it in, a, in the getaway, broke into a 2017 Grand Cherokee this time that was Uh-oh. parked at a UPS lot in La, La, uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico. The owner of the Jeep, Christopher Rivera, and his co-worker were exiting a building at this address and noticed that the lights of the Jeep were on, that the hood, driver's door, and gas cap were all open. Kind of weird. Hey, that's weird. Rivera, Rivera pulled the hood down and <laughs> saw a man, later identified as Kevin Altamirano, just chilling in the driver's seat. Whether the engine was running or not, we don't know, but Altamirano was able to take off. Rivera and his co-worker jumped into another vehicle and proceeded to follow him. Calling 911 and reporting locations as they followed, local police were able to quickly catch up and stop the thief. Police detained Altamirano, Marano, what, this guy, without further incident, just a couple miles away, so for those who don't know... Anytime the police detain you for any reason, they are likely going to give you a little bit of a pat-down. They, of course, searched Kevin, uh, the Jeep thief, and found that he had a pocket knife that belonged to the Jeep owner Rivera. Well, that's an undisclosed concealed weapon, sir, not to mention possession of stolen property. He's likely going to face charges for that, too. Altamirino was blocked into the Dona Ana County Detention Center on November 10th for charges including auto burglary, larceny, unlawful possession of a firearm, and more. You know, for oh just a brief second, when you said that he found a, a Grand Cherokee, you know where my mind went. <laughs> <laughs> they found the one. <laughs> they, they found the, the guy the that went on the test missing. drive that never yeah. returned. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> no, I've got an update on, on that guy in a, an upcoming episode of the Jeep Talk oh, Show. So stay tuned to that. Yeah, oh, no, I'm keeping my thumb wait. on the pulse of that one. I seriously. <laughs> this is so strange. <laughs> Well, if you've got a news tip or response to any one of our stories, we would really like to hear uh, hear what you have to say. Uh, be sure to let us know, too, by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how to reach out. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast.
Oh, you most certainly are, you lucky listener, you. And did you know about the 4x4 Radio Network? I bet your friends didn't. We got something for everybody over there. Whether they drive Jeeps or not, it's really, it's 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 your one-stop shop for all things that are podcast and off-road related. Uh, 4x4 Radio Network is where it's all at. The On the Trail Podcast, Trail Chasers, the Center Steer Podcast, the 4x4 Podcast, the Jeep Talk Show. It's all there. It's all in one place. It's all for free. And all you got to do just go to 4x4radionetwork.com. That's 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. You know, we uh, I recently received a Instagram uh, a direct message uh, from one of our listeners, and he had reached out to a, a young lady that was very active with her uh, Jeep JL uh, on Instagram, had 22,000 followers, uh, wow. asked her, you know, would she be interested in being a, a guest interview on the Jeep Talk Show, and this this goes right into my request for you guys uh, to let more people know about the show so that they can come over and be listeners and stuff. But of course, her response he was him for the unsolicited D pick <laughs> and said thanks, but no thanks. And <laughs> no, no, it was it was all above the board, or at least above the desktop, above the uh, belt. <laughs> but she says, "I've never heard of him." <laughs> <laughs> so I took that uh, that uh, I did a screen image of that of the little conversation I had back and forth on uh, Instagram, and I sent it to Chris sevenslats.com Chris. Now Chris is actually uh, been going out and uh, getting people to be guests on our show, and yeah, he's I, been doing some work behind the scenes oh, for a us. A lot and, of work, really sort of Thank picking you. up the baton where where Tony and I don't don't have time or or limited time to do this kind of work. Uh, Chris is being kind enough to take time away from from his own career uh, and 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 blog and all that sort of stuff, sevenslats.com, to uh, do some volunteer work for us and is helping us out uh, with blogging down some views yeah. and, and things like that. So major help uh, from Chris there from sevenslats.com uh, helping us out with that. So hopefully he's uh, he's not offending people, Tony. Oh, I don't care. No, uh, I doubt he's, it. He's getting <laughs> he's getting guests on the show. That's all that matters. <laughs> He's hey, he's, like, he's calling them on the phone. I mean, they'll he'll be angry and combative, but they'll be on the show. Yes, <laughs> I like, mean, dang it, we have to get on the show to get Chris off our back. That's, that's right, it's do. exactly right. <laughs> but anyway, I sent him that uh, that screenshot of that conversation, and he says, "I'm on it." <laughs> so he's <laughs> he's contacting her, trying to get her on, get her on a show she's never heard of uh, before. Well, hopefully she'll come on the show. That'd be great. Yep, it'll be a lot of fun. Hey, Tony. It's DR out here in Utah. Just me, I'm not so you guys. Sorry, I have yeah. called since I won that great prize, but I had to let you guys know how great it was in person too. Well, I'm kind of over the phone, but and I'm sure going to miss you until December first. But uh, I just wanted to let you guys know I love every each and every one of you. Uh, you got the greatest damn show in the whole world, and uh, them guys really hooked me up. Counteract is, is really a class act. I have lots of shiny stuff. And you know me, truck driver, Jeep owner, too many Jeeps. Uh, as, that's what I tell everybody. But you can't possibly have too many. We're working on that Gladiator, and it's going to come. We're just waiting for the right one. You know, the 392 in it. Anyways, keep up the great work. Love you guys. So uh, what DR is talking about, he was the winner of the Counteract Balancing Beads from that interview that we had uh, a few episodes back. And, God, and uh, they sent him the kitchen sink. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I, you know, I figured he was going to get five bags of beads and, you know, enjoy. 
and uh, there was uh, there was stuff there. I don't know what you used would use shirts it for. Shirts and I mean, there was all kinds of things. They oh yeah, the up. shirts, the so, hats. But there was a tool, like an air tool or something, that they sent him as well. Well, because they 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 uh, I think they use uh, special valve stems that have like a filter on them, uh, so that the dust from the beads as they as they break down and and you know that sort of stuff don't uh, don't clog up your your Schrader valves and the tires, so that your your valve stems don't clog up when you're trying to air up and air down. Uh, with you know the little bit of debris that's going to likely come with the beads or you know get uh, build up as they as they sort of break down over over time. Not that the whole thing's going to turn into a puddle of sand in your tires, but nonetheless. Yep. So uh, it was uh, it was a really good interview. Uh, I'm a, I'm sorry I don't recall. I think it was uh, 521. So you can check out episode 521 and uh, listen to that interview. Uh, but uh, but anyway, you can always go over to counteractbalancing.com and see what we're talking about these these are the beads you know you've always heard about putting beads inside the tire and it self balances well it's a real thing and uh maybe we'll hear from dr these are not from oh no 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 (laughs) this this company they're primarily providers for uh the the diesel the uh, over the road trucker uh tires so so this is uh that that's their biggest audience but they love the jeepers as well what? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, noobie! Noobie! Noob Nugget. It's time for Noobie Nuggets. Well, this time of year, it's easy to get busy with all of our obligations of the upcoming holiday season, and we forget to stop and give thanks. This episode, I wanted to share some things that I'm thankful for. I'm very thankful to the JTS team. Tony, Josh, and Tammy have been so welcoming, and I've really enjoyed being on the show and helping newbies navigate the jeeping world. I'm also thankful to my husband, Bill, and my friend, Don Alexander, for all the knowledge they have imparted and guidance in all things jeep-related. Of course, I'm also thankful for our JTS listeners. Without you, there wouldn't be a show. Sure, Tony and Josh and I would still produce episodes, but you make it fun and exciting to show up every week and create content that is helpful and entertaining. Getting to meet and wheel with listeners is an extra bonus, and I can't wait for 2022 to meet more of you. I'm thankful for this Jeep community. We're a strong group of Jeep owners that share a bond, whether we know each other or not. We wave as we pass on the highway, we help fellow Jeepers on the trail, and we make friends when we least expect it. Now, Jeeping has opened so many doors for me, I had no idea were possible. The places we've gone, the trails we've blazed, And the amount of people we've met and remain in contact with is almost mind-boggling when I think about it. I will be forever grateful to this amazing community we call Jeeps. I'm hoping that this holiday season gets you out on the trails, maybe introducing others to this community, that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Hey, why don't you call in and leave us a message of what you're grateful for? It's easy. Head over to thejeeptalkshow.com and let us know. And if you happen to need a distraction this holiday season, maybe too much family or activities, you can always check out the website for past episodes and catch up on listening. You'll also find the largest library of Jeep terminology. Yep, check it out, jeeptalkshow.com. Hey guys, what are some things that you're grateful for? I'm oh, grateful, the I'm grateful for Wendy and bringing up all the, the hot points that we forget to mention all yeah, the time. Right. <laughs> 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 no, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I've got the, uh, the know-how and, and the tools to, uh, to be able to to fix my Jeep, to help others fix their Jeeps, uh, and and have developed this this knowledge base over the years uh, that enables me to do that. Now, I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. We're all going to be there eventually in one fashion or another over time. 
uh, it's all about seat time. It's all about doing this for a long time. And uh, I'm just, I'm grateful that, that we've been able to do this for as long as we have uh, yeah. and be able to share, share this with everybody. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for my family. I, uh, I was married for a couple of years. I uh, had two boys. Uh, the marriage didn't uh, work out. And I felt just horrible not being able to be there for my boys uh, like I had uh, intended to be. I uh, wanted to be in their lives every day. And, but there was, you know, you, it, it, it takes two people to make that decision. And, and I was the only one that w- wanted that to happen. So uh, those, those of you that know me understand. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, just an amazing thing to uh, uh, meet a, a new lady and actually get married uh, when I was not ever going to do that again because it was just a bad idea. Had, uh, we had uh, two girls who are now adults. And I have been there in their life every day, like I wanted to be in my boy's life. Uh, and uh, so not great for my sons uh, because, uh, I mean, they made it, uh, they, they did just fine, but not the way I wanted it for them. But I've been able to be uh, here every day with my two girls, uh, have a wonderful wife. So it's really all about family. And you're always, there's always going to be something that happens to make life not good. And Josh, you're experiencing that now. So be thankful for all the time that you've had in the past and focus on that to mm-hmm. you know, help you get uh, all of you, not just Josh, but to get through the, the bad things uh, that, that, yeah. that are going. You don't know what's going to happen until it happens. So don't, don't get down. Uh, stay up. The, the person yep. is there and you're talking to them and it's, it's all about you know, being with them. And that includes the Jeepers that you meet as well. I mean, oh. the, the Jeepers are like family. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one thing I've noticed in this community is that, you know, you set out to go on a trail and check something out and you're you're meeting somebody and you're going to run into them again and you're going to maybe connect with them and, and have a friendship and wheel with them. Maybe they're in your group next time. You just never know who you're going to meet and what the connections are going to be. So I'm just super grateful and just wanted to share that this episode. Yeah, so. that's good. That's really good. Well, do you have a topic or suggestion for newbie nuggets? I'd love to hear from you. Check out our YouTube channel at Trails411 for great content with lots of tips, tricks, and techniques. And I was looking for, uh, when I was doing those interviews that, uh, that Chris uh, has been beating me up to do, uh, I, I was trying to uh, tell one of our interviewees, one of our guests, about uh, the 411 YouTube thing. And I, mm-hmm. couldn't, I couldn't find it while I was talking to him. And uh, I just thought I'd mention it now. It's in our show notes. Uh, that's a backcountry driver. I think it used to be called uh, 411 or have Trails 411 in it. Oh, it was Jeep 411, but you can, yeah. I think you can also type in Trails 411 and find it too. Okay. So uh, if, if you're having trouble finding those, they're really good videos uh, that uh, uh, Wendy, Bill, and Don Alexander do uh, mm-hmm. showing a lot of really some pretty scenery there at Gold Mountain. But yeah, you can, uh, like she says, look for Trails 411, uh, but uh, you can also find it as backcountry driver. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. <laughs> so I don't leave the house very often. It, it's it's not a legal thing. Uh, is that and, what I was going to say? Wait, is there, is, there, is there some kind of a monitor or something? Like, no, Josh, yeah. Outside's not air conditioned. Oh. You know, Southeast mm-hmm. Texas, and the air conditioning it never comes. <laughs> so, but when I do, it's fun to drive the Gladiator. 
Early this week, I was pulling out of the driveway and an alert popped up on the dash. What do you mean, like an alert? Like a little guy popped up and said, hey, stop, don't go that way? No, it, it was his parole officer saying, get your ass back in the house. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. House I'm arrest, joking. get your ass back over there. So <laughs> I, I saw this little symbol on, on my dash and I was thinking to myself, what the hell is a horseshoe symbol on my dash? No. Looking to the right and center of the center display, I see there's a tire pressure monitoring system uh, screen that is showing up, and it shows all the tire pressures, and one of them read 28 PSI. So, <laughs> these are brand new. I mean, like, probably less than 1,000 miles. Uh, Nexon Rodian MTX uh, tires, the 35, 12.5 by 17s. And it's got a leak. It wasn't much of a leak. I, I run them about 35 PSI. So, uh, and, and, you know, it was kind of uh, a little cold. And I've, I've, uh, sometimes tires have a little leak. I don't know, the valve stem or around the, uh, the bead or something. And when it gets cold, it, it, a little air leaks out. So I thought maybe this is the case. Uh, I haven't had a problem with uh, flat or tire pressure uh, for the longest, longest time. So I, uh, I aired up the tire to 35 PSI and left to go. What I was originally going to do 10 minutes earlier, I kept checking the PSI of the tires and there was no change to the tire that was low, the rear passenger side. Well, now, did you actually check it with, you know, outside or are you just letting the computer tell you it's low? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I don't actually have an air uh, pressure thing, checker thing what? In, in my Jeep. <laughs> a gauge? I, I, got one in, I got one in the XJ. There's one in the, the wife's TJ, but I don't have one. So, yeah, <laughs> I actually, Josh remembers this when we were airing back up at Hidden Falls. We were running around and looking at the, <laughs> the center screen display to see what, what the, the pressure monitor said. And I thought maybe it was just a, a pressure monitor that had a problem. But when I aired up the tire, it did air back up to 35. So, circumstances, primarily because I had a leaky tire, had me going into the office uh, every day this week. You know, it's Murphy's Law. Whenever you have to go, go to work every day, uh, yeah. you're going to have a problem of some sort. So, I, would, uh, I, I started uh, checking before leaving uh, the, the GLAD in the parking garage. Then I'd come back uh, and I'd check it before I left to go home. PSI was holding. I checked for something in the tire over the last several days. Never did see anything, uh, and uh, I finally found it. It looks like there's a Ooh. nice nail approximately in the middle of the tire between the deep lugs. I mean, nice. there's about a 50-50 chance, I think, of actually getting the, ti- the, the nail in the lug and then just and throwing it later because it's not going to go that deep. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's not what happened to me. Winner, winner. Here you go. Exactly. So I have scheduled an appointment at Discount Tire, the, the folks that installed these tires on the, uh, the Jeep wheels, uh, for tomorrow. Uh, and they're going to repair my tire for free, even, wow. even though I didn't get the tires from them. I took that's the tires service. to them. Yeah, that's nice. I, I called them on the phone and I said, <laughs> I didn't buy these tires from you. So how much is it going to cost for me to get the, the tire patch? And keep in mind, the patch is one of those flat patches they put on the inside of the tire. A really right. good, proper patch. Mm-hmm. Not a plug. And they said, no, we do it. It doesn't matter if you bought it from, from here or not. Well, we take care of it for you for free. And it, that, that's great customer service. It's a great marketing idea as well because it, it makes you feel like you, uh, you, know, you have a little something that you, that you owe them uh, your business. Mm-hmm. I, I go there all the time anyway, so this is fine. So, um, 
The we recently spoke about air compressors uh, mounted in or on Jeeps in the roundtable discussion last episode, I think. So this leak is going to speed up the process of me getting my Via Air 450C 100% duty cycle compressor installed. Nice. Mounting mounting bracket is already on Out order. Time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I, I don't have tire issues. I don't run and over stuff. And now you'll never need it. <laughs> uh, that's that's what I'm hoping. Yep. So, you know, in the big scheme of things, it's not major things. It's not major problems. The got a, a leaky tire, uh, got a cracked windshield. Uh, it still drives good. Yeah. Just like every other Jeep on the road. Yeah. I was just going to say, what's he complaining about? This is normal Jeeping, Tony. <laughs> Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've been listening to you guys for free for how many years now, and I figured I'd time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on, because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little bit? Hi, I'm Tony, and I want to put my show in your ear. Um, <laughs> you know, we. <laughs> it's so appetizing. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, uh, we talk about paid subscriptions and rat bastards here normally, and uh, we normally talk about what you can do for the show, specifically being a paid subscriber. Did I mention paid subscriber? But tonight, I'm going to talk about what the show does for you Zoom meetings. Now, on the face of that, I wouldn't think that's a big thing, but there's a lot of people having a lot of uh, fun on the Zoom meetings. Uh, in fact, they, they've muted us for this uh, right now. They're just in there busy talking away, not in listening to us. Now, they listen to the show later, but still, it's, it still it hurts. Uh, you know, you can join the show and have a damn good time while you're at it. We have a Zoom meeting anytime we're recording an episode. We even have one of our three weekly episodes dedicated to our Zoom people. And that's self-named, by the way. Uh, the Zoom people video chat while we record the show. Uh, they get to know other people that listen to the show. And most importantly, other Jeepers. The <laughs> that Jeep Talk Show community doesn't end there. We also have a Discord server set up so that when the Zoom meeting is over, you can stay connected through a group texting service called Discord. Our technically challenged Kansas rancher, Charles, has joined. <laughs> he was, everybody was shocked. I think it was today. It was the first time he was on. So if Charles can uh, do this, and he's technically challenged, uh, you can too. Now, Charles's 16-ounce unicorn coffee cup that has been seen more than it has seen more than it wants to. That freaking thing to go on living <laughs> now is on sale on the JTS website. <laughs> just, oh no! <laughs> just go to what? <laughs> yeah, just is go. It used or new? Well, which one would you <laughs> That's rather a have? Good question. <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking about it. I want to. Listeners are going to ask. Well, you personally, a used cup? you personally, would you rather have it new or used? New? Are you kidding? <laughs> I just wanted to check. So you can <laughs> you can actually go over there to the website and look for uh, things mentioned uh, at the uh, on Amazon. What is it? items mentioned on the show about from Amazon? 
and uh, you will see the, the nice little uh, unicorn coffee cup. And it's 16 ounces, which is important to me. I don't want all those, those little cups. I want enough coffee to you know, actually make a difference in my life. Do some damage. Yeah. <laughs> so if you'd like to join in on the Zoom meeting or the Discord channel, just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and you'll see how to subscribe to our newsletter uh, to get reminders and a link to the Zoom meetings. And you'll see the link to subscribe to the Jeep Talk Show Discord server. It's fun. It's free. Take it advan- Take advantage of it. We love hearing it, especially interacting with you, our listener. Hey, you might even see me on there a little bit here and there. Uh, don't over oh, <laughs> overcommit, Josh. I, I, well, maybe you've been there twice. Twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> maybe three. Well, times. that's uh, yeah. One, one more time than I've been on. Tried to get on. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I just caught the show, and I got to tell you, I got to comment on some of the questionable audio I've heard uh, when Josh and Tony said this. Oh, yeah, it's huge. Now, Tony, I think you've got a set of these plugs for the largest and most debris-prone holes. And this. It's a very large hole. Petroleum-based fluids. You stick your hand in it. Nobody wants to stare at your (laughs) hole. But the most disturbing thing I heard is when Wendy said... I like Nikki G. It's kind of funny. Very cool. (laughs) Come on, Wendy. Why must you turn this podcast into a podcast of lies? That's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you I have a joke about chemistry. Yeah, I'm afraid it'll get no reaction. (sighs) Bonus joke. I went to the patent office to uh, place a patent on my pencil that has an eraser at both ends. But they told me it was pointless. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. It's a bonus joke. Like a movie sequel, it generally isn't as good as the original. But wait, there's more. Life is just not the same without a little Nikki G. Uh -uh. No, you got to have it all the time. You can listen to the Jeep Talk Show live. You never know what will happen or where the conversation will go. You can only hear you. Uh oh. So you're actually getting the best part of the show, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Uh, join us every Thursday night and be part of our virtual campfire. It's the Zoom People Fall. Or oh, whoever the spokesperson oh, was. Sure. <laughs> We're starting our own Zoom People podcast. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and know when and how you can join the conversation. Was it an accident or was it on purpose? You know, it just dawned on me. They they did start their own Zoom People podcast. That's what they're doing right now because they yep, muted us. Not. And they're, <laughs> they're doing <laughs> they their just own don't, thing. They just don't ever record an episode is all. That's right. They never That's publish it. it. <laughs> you must have needed this every day. I need it. It's the Deep Talk Show's must-have stuff. Pick of the week for your Jeep. Now, regardless of which Jeep model you own, if you take your rig off-road, you could probably benefit from a good set of good seat covers. If you're covering a set of worn and torn seats, or maybe you just want to protect the the brand new seats you got as you drive off from the dealer, well, there is an endless sea of options for you to choose from. So, I'm here to help you sort it all out. Now, I'm always going to choose function over form. I don't really care as much of what it looks like or how it feels. I want something that's going to fit, but more importantly, be durable and hold up to the abuse most of us are capable of at dishing out to a seat. And of course, it needs to be at least water-repellent, if not waterproof. So I looked for something that checked all the boxes, and frankly, well, 90% of the seat covers out there that you're going to find, 
don't cut the mustard. No. Take neoprene, for example. I would say at least 75% or more of the seat covers that you're going to find in a search for you know, Jeep seat covers are going to be made from the same material diving suits are made out of. This is a softer material that could be more susceptible to snags or maybe even tearing from things like the edge of a Kydex holster, or a keychain, or the clip of your EDC knife. Neoprene does have a softer, more comfortable feel than polyester or other fabrics like Cordura, and its somewhat stretchy nature means it's going to have a super tight fit to the seats in your Jeep and provide a very clean, almost OEM type of look to it, which is all fine and dandy if your butt resonates with the princess and the pea story. But I'd rather have durability, and I bet you do too. So who cares how soft and nice it is when you have to replace it every couple of years from wear, tear, and possible UV fade? Enter Best Top. Yes, the same company who has been making tops for Jeeps for like a million years. Now, obviously, this is a company who knows Jeeps and doesn't also make seat covers for a 1999 Toyota Corolla. These are some of the best Jeep seat covers in the industry, bar none. The latest models have a two-ply polyester fabric construction that includes a laminated top surface and a knit backing for serious durability. Protection from the elements is what Best Top does best, and that mission statement was key when they developed these seat covers. Their latest additions even have coating on both polyester layers to ensure that any water is 100% repelled. Headrest covers are also included in this complete package. Installation is, in, is very easy with a strap and buckle type system. No tools are required. What's better than all that? Well, Best Top makes Jeep Wrangler seat covers for every model year from the 1965 CJ5 to the current Wrangler JL. The link we have in the show notes for this episode, however, is for all you 2003 or newer TJ owners. That's the thing I hate about seat covers is uh, the fitment. And, uh, you, I mean, you get them on there, they fit, and then you start getting in and out of the Jeep, and they stop fitting. Uh, I mean, they, they pull up on yeah. one side or the other. and it, They it, stretch out. Yeah, yeah. So These um, won't be doing that. Uh, they, you put them in place, and they're going to stay in place. Uh, they look good. They're very durable. These are going to be the last seat covers you buy. Well, I mean, wow. it's best top, so that uh, gives me a little hope uh, for them. Right. But, uh <laughs> yeah, they're really pre pick, uh, pretty in the pictures. Uh, we'll have those in the show notes uh, for th for this episode. Um, yeah. Now, yeah, you can, you can get stuff out there that that looks better. It's gonna it's gonna you know improve the appearance of of uh, the interior of your Jeep. I'm not looking for that personally. I, I don't want to improve the appearance. I want to improve the function of the interior of my Jeep. So this isn't a show Jeep. I'm not trying to, you know, gain points for uh, for uniqueness or or you know aesthetics or or how well the theme all integrates inside and out. No, give me something that's going to work and it's going to last. Here you go. Yep. Uh, the the, the, thing, the, the the things that are most important is well, right. I like it. The thing I think of it. And now that you must have the industry's best seat covers for your own Jeep, we're going to make it easy for you. Just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the link in the show notes for episode 537. Hi, this is Randy with the Echo Diesel. I was calling in on Josh's uh, question on my miles per gallon. It has been getting an average combined of 23 miles per gallon before I put the lift on and the motorbilt front bumper. Now it has dropped to 21, but it's only been two weeks, so I don't know what the exact number is. All this was calculated with the onboard computer I have this stuff to manually com compute it. I just haven't taken the time to do it. Talk to you later. Bye. Josh, Randy was the gentleman in the black gladiator at the Jeep Talk Show event, wasn't he? 
Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Yeah, we had a, a little bit of recovery situation with him trying to get him up over a ledge. Uh, very capable gladiator. He just kind of ran out of a little bit of ground clearance on the breakover angle and uh, needed a little extra help up a up a ledge. And, and no lift and no uh, motor built uh, front bumper, which I would assume no, is going to put a wedge on before, it. Yeah. yeah, all before the modification. So uh, and to, to hear that he's only dropped two miles per gallon in in, in two weeks. And obviously, awesome. not not. We need a little bit more, uh, you yeah. know, road time to to get that ironed out to see what you know if, if that's going to continue, but. Uh, not a bad sacrifice, uh, all things considered. Uh, going up in, in lift, changing the aerodynamics uh, quite a bit, uh, and that's all that, that changed was two miles per gallon. That's barely noticeable. So uh, do you recall if he had a, a GMRS radio? I, I know that you were down there and you had the, uh, the spare uh, handy talkie that I had uh, that was uh, you were reporting back on and requesting uh, people for helping on that recovery. I, I don't remember, remember him having a GMRS radio. He did not have one. Uh, I was sort of the uh, the in between. I had that radio, and so I was uh, uh, coordinating with uh, the guy who was winching. I believe that was Larry Jeep and Mo, uh, who was uh, had cable uh, hooked up to him. Uh, we had, I mean, there was I think a snatch block involved at one point in time, doing a sideways tug. Uh, yeah, things got things got tricky on on that one, but uh, we got him up. There was no carnage, and uh, and he was on his way. Yeah, and was we, I supposed to give that radio back? Because when I was on the plane, <laughs> I was I was taking it apart. People were giving me a lot of grief. I was hooking up wires to some little bits of clay that I had with me. <laughs> on the plane, I'm getting very Lovely. concerned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Obviously, that's, that's a lie. That's why you were MIA you would, afterwards. You, totally joking. You would still be in the in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'd be like, "I can't do the show tonight. I'm, I'm that busy." Would be fun though. That would be worth. Uh, that'd be worth a few uh, clicks on a video. I think. Well, it it, yeah. didn't, it didn't dawn on me when we decided to to do this, uh, but it actually would be great for that situation when Randy was out there stuck to have a a GMRS radio. So, as a big thank you for taking the time to call in a voicemail to the Jeep Talk Show. We want to give Randy a Ritivus, Ritivus RB26 GMRS handheld radio, 30 channels. It even has a flashlight function, two-way long-range radio. And you may remember us talking about the, this handheld, uh, the GMRS radio that Josh used during the JTS off-road event in September, the very same one I was asking Josh about. And it, it, it seemed to me that it worked out great, Josh. Yeah, no, it really did. It uh, it wasn't bulky. It wasn't heavy. Uh, it had a great clip on it. And what I liked best about it uh, is one, it was rugged, uh, and two, the audio. I'm a big audio nut, and and one of the things I can't hate, uh, one of the things I, I can't stand, I, I hate the most when I'm out on a trail, is somebody who's got a quiet mic, <laughs> and and they may be coming in nice and clear. But it's like I have to max out my volume level just to hear what it is that they're saying, and it's like I'm I'm slowing down. I'm rolling up the windows. What's what? What do you say? You're, you're closing your eyes. Yeah. You're trying to disable you know, yeah, input and, <laughs> just right? so you and, can and process so, the audio. You know, <laughs> this had none of that. Yeah. Uh, both uh, both sides of communication were were loud and clear. So I was I was very uh, very grateful that that was that that was provided. Yeah, as I recall, because you know I. I that hadn't really used it until that time, and I remember I heard a voice, and I went, "That sounds like Josh." Wow, he is very you loud. You didn't even like put one in the and kitchen clear. and then like sneak out to the backyard and like, you know, play with life or something. No, no none of that even. No. These, I would have been these people five. don't. These people don't want to play with me. <laughs> I would have been a fucking dagger all over the house, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, it did. Ha- it had great audio on both send and receive, and, and this is out on the field that we that that I found this out. 
And like Josh said, a very small package, which is uh, convenient sometimes. It's, hey oh, it's go, great. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about the radio still? What's going on? <laughs> it's it, well, this one you have to. This package you have to charge. Um, <laughs> great for communicating on the trails or with the family if your family will play with you. Uh, watch a watch for a text message on the phone you called us from, Randy, so uh, we can uh, you know get your uh, <laughs> get your address and get the, one of these things sent off to you. Well, now I have this question for you. What do you think about us doing more gifts on the show? You know, not just the voicemail stuff, but like other interactions. What do you think about that? Well, that's a really good idea. Now, I don't want to promise people every interaction, but randomly. Yeah, no, because Nikki G is going to be wondering where his back pay is. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, it, like I said, I think it's a great idea. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll be able to do more of this uh, as we've always hoped we could. And that's largely due to the paid subscribers that are making this possible. Oh, I see how you did it right there. You sort of plugged <laughs> that paid subscriber thing again. Well, yeah, gotta, that, that's good. Hmm. You got to do what you there, can. Tony. Without them, you know, there's only so much that's possible. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh, speaking of our rat bastards, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> We have, uh, I think we had 16 in there uh, a few minutes Jeez. ago. Wow. But We're going to have to have a whole other show dedicated just for that. Oh, wait, that's on Tuesday nights. That's it. Yeah, and they're, and they're showing up both nights. I mean, that's how much or fun Wednesday, they're having. Wednesday, I guess. It's, yeah, Tuesday night they do the recording, and Wednesday you guys get to hear it. Oh, we've had some people peel off. Uh, we're down to 12 now, but it was uh, it was at 16 earlier. Much wow. more managed. Yeah. Well, well, it really uh, depends on which ones are, it is as far as the manageability. Yeah. <laughs> for those who are, uh, who are a little bit more new to the show, not quite familiar with what we're talking about here, well, this is the part of the show where we invite you, the listener, to actually join in on the recording of the show. We pick a topic, we uh, something that we talk about, uh, ask you some questions, and we have some fun with it. And, and it's very easy to join in on this part of the show. In fact, there's really no special anything that you need, but we're going to talk about exactly how you can do it. Uh, if this is your first time to the show uh, and you would like to join in on the Jeep Talk Show uh, Campfire Side Chat, uh, stick around. We'll let you know how you can get in on the very next time we're doing it. Uh, for right now, uh, the topic of the week is stereos. Now, I, I myself have a very long history in, in mobile electronics. And, uh, and I, uh, car audio is, is one of those things that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I spent over 10 years in the field and have high-level certifications in, the, in, in that industry. Uh, but I want to find out um, what people are running, really. And so, you know, most Jeeps really have some kind of a radio, right? I mean, just about all of them do. Uh, at least some sort of a stereo or head unit that is the source of the audio played in, well, any given Jeep. Now, we're trying to find out what is the most common brand of stereo that are found in Jeeps. So this is really just sort of a call out as to who is running what. And it's okay if it's still the stock stereo. That counts too, but just for this and only for this. Otherwise, no points. Uh, no points awarded. Uh, but so that's what we're going to do. We're going to go around and find it. And this is going to be a, a, very, uh, a very unscientific poll, if you will. Uh, and at the end, we're going to find out, well, what's the most common brand, at least uh, around the campfire with the Jeep Talk Show. So I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll start it off. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily, uh, you don't have to say what you're driving or anything like that. But in my XJ, I've got an Alpine head unit. Uh, Alpine has been one of the uh, brands that I have sworn by as far as durability, uh, quality, and sound uh, quality goes. 
uh, from, from them. Uh, Pioneer would be the, about the only other brand that I would uh, that I would put in in the dash of any vehicle. Alpine and Pioneer, my two favorites, uh, but uh, Alpine is what I'm running right now. Uh, starting off uh, this list tonight, I'm going to go with Larry, Jeep and Mo. We were just talking about him a little bit ago. Larry, uh, what are you running for a head unit in your Jeep? It's pretty much just a stock setup. I, I'm pretty boring. All I listen to do is all I listen to is talk shows. So I drive <laughs> the family crazy, never listening to music. So it's just a stock rig as far as that goes. But you know, when when it does everything that you need it to do, then you know that's the best thing. Uh, having more than you need uh, and not using it oftentimes is a waste. And and so you know you, you know use what you got, right? Uh, yes, Chip, sir. What are you what are you running in your Jeep? We didn't hear who that was. That was Chip. Nope. I was God. looking for Chip. Oh, me. Oh, Chip. You asked me? All right. So in my JK, I've got just the stock radio, which is what? Digital? It doesn't even have touchscreen. Right. And so to, to offset that, I use my, I've got a bullet point uh, mounting system where my phone mounts right in front of it. And also my GPS unit, which is a Garmin Overlander mounts beside it. So the, nice. the Garmin Overlander becomes my navigation device. My phone, I plug into USB. I've got a playlist. I've got Sirius XM app on my phone. And yeah. I can listen to Jeep podcast while I'm driving. So because it's not, it's, it's a 14, so it's not even Bluetooth compatible. So I have to plug it in with USB. Oh, but that wow. serves my needs for what I want. I don't normally listen to music while wheeling. I'm listening to the yeah. CV or the GMRS and communicating with people and taking in the the scenery out there in the trails but uh, on a long road trip i like being able to plug my phone in with the usb and which is working for now eventually that you know josh i agree with you i'd love to put in one of those alpine head units but i think it's all told to get it installed and everything i want was like twenty six hundred dollars good god Jeez. and there's a lot well that's the model i want think of but, the, so think of the light oh, bars Think of the light bars you could get. For, yeah, I can and buy light tires. bars and a snorkel before that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Good one. Wow, tires, that's, too. That's incredible. Oh, my Yeah, gosh. you know, that that's really the way things are going. I mean, with Bluetooth, our phones really have everything we, we need on them. I mean, heck, even, uh, you know, phones have the navigation. So, I mean, that that's that's the one, one less thing that, you know, you can pare down technically. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean... Rocking the tape deck adapter. I, I remember doing that oh, before, yeah. plugging into the cell phone with the tape deck adapter. Come on. <laughs> I know there's got to be somebody out there that still has one of those. Uh, Greg with us. Greg, uh, what do you what do you have in the dash of your Jeep? Uh, in the XJ, I got a double din Pioneer touchscreen with the Bluetooth navigation on it. There you go. Nice, nice. I do like the Pioneer stuff. They, they really, they, I mean, they've been at it for decades. They really know what they're doing. They're one of the originators, uh, one of the one of the big, bigger names in, in car audio, and they just know what they're doing. They, they have the form, the fit, the function, the, all of it, and uh, and it's really good stuff. Uh, when I hear anybody running Pioneer, it's like, oh yeah, hats have off. you done double din uh, uh, upgrade yet in your Jake in your XJ, Josh? No, uh, and I probably won't uh, because I I, uh, I I just I don't have a need for it. Uh, it takes up a lot of room. Um, I, I just I don't want to start getting into those kind of modifications. I, I got a single din. I don't listen to uh, uh, music when I'm out on the trail either. Uh, we we did this around the campfire uh, uh, side chat one time around. We were talking about who listens to what when they're out on the trail. I think most of us were all just like 
Yep, pretty much just the engine, you know. Uh, and, but when I, you know, go, coming to and back, uh, to and from the trail, uh, I've got a system in there. It's got it's an amplified system. I've got subs in the back, the whole nine yards. Uh, but then I'm just running Pandora, uh, and it's it's not Bluetooth. It's it's literally just a phone, headphone jack. I've uh, got the auxiliary port on the side, and that does just fine for there, me. There is nothing wrong with wired. Wired will always be better than uh, any kind of Bluetooth wireless access at all. It's just well, yeah, I'm for, for for those guys who don't know, Bluetooth audio, although it's very convenient, uh, there's actually a, a great deal of compression and, and, and audio loss uh, that you have, and in, in, in there's a bit of degradation that goes in uh, into that uh, when you're transferring audio from your phone wirelessly to the stereo. Uh, through Bluetooth, you're going to lose a lot. So it's actually going to sound better if you use that headphone jack. Yeah, it's not going to be convenient. You got the pops and the clicks and, and does that cable wear out after time? Sure. You know, all that sort of stuff. Bluetooth is just easier. It's a convenience thing. But like with anything that's convenient, there's always a bit of a sacrifice. If you're listening to talk shows or the Jeep talk show, it, the Bluetooth is fine. Uh, oh, just you know, it's that. You're not yeah. worried about all the subtle nuances of the, of the music. Absolutely. All right, Jim, uh, what are you running in your dash? I have stock stereos in all four vehicles. Um, but in the past, when I have had aftermarket stereos, um, usually it's Alpine uh, or Pioneer I would go with. Uh, the Grand Wagoneer is going to get an aftermarket stereo just because one, it crapped out. But I'm going with something super small form factor, like one of those Bluetooth only. I'm not an audiophile. I'm really not. Um, yeah. but I want some sort of tunes in there cause the stereo, the stereo is toast, but I want to be able to hide it like maybe inside a glove box or underneath. Um, because right now I don't want to change that. I don't want to put in a single din and change that aesthetic in the, the wagon as I'm restoring it. Have you thought about getting something that looks period correct, but is more modern? They have them. Yep. Where it would look yeah, like, like the radio that uh, came in the it. two knobs. I'm talking about the double knob, the two knob stereo with the push buttons oh, yeah. in the middle. Look, look, almost looks like an eight track. Yeah, they have those that have Bluetooth preamp outputs, uh, digital amplifiers built in, all that kind of stuff. You will pay a premium for it because typically this is the kind of equipment that is being uh, marketed towards the hot rod crowd. Right, uh, guys with the thirty-two right. Ford, we're looking for something that's going to look, you know, something like a period it's supposed correct. To be there. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, the guys with the Fairlane that don't want to chop up the dash and you know want something that's going to be period correct. So you will be able to find something that will look like it's straight out of the seventies or the eighties. Uh, or even before, depending on how far back you want to go with it, uh, that will fit through that opening in the dash without having to modify it, cut that out to, to be a double din, and will look like it's supposed to be in, been there from the factory. Uh, there is that right. option. Uh, but if you want something that's a little bit less, you know, less expensive, um, they, there are all kinds of things out there that, you know, from a little puck that goes into the dash, or that goes into the glove box that is Bluetooth and just hooks up to your system that way. Uh, there may be a button. Right. I'm up. fine with. I could run an amp. I just need something to, to take the the signal from Bluetooth yeah. and put right. it in there. And like I've, I've seen those little pucks you're talking about, and they look they're cool. And I think I think it's nice to keep that like the the legitimate stereo in there, even if it's broken, because the clock still works on it, so it looks like it still works. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what on? that's what breaks first. <laughs> that's usually I was gonna say. That's usually what goes out first. Wow. No, all the LEDs aren't the same level of brightness, though. Oh no! Great. No. That's the way it you should be. You might be able to find somebody that could recondition that thing even. But, uh, again, you're going to be paying a premium. Right. Well, uh, whatever you end up with that, uh, we'll hope to see some picks one day. Uh, John, John Lee, what are you running in your Jeep? 
So I'm a, I am a little bit of a, I'm a metalhead. So I'm a, I love the, the tunes about as loud as I can take them before the ears start bleeding. And yeah. I, right, that was one of the only options I checked when I built mine is that nine speaker factory Alpine audio with the subwoofer in the back on the JK. But um, yep, yep. it's not quite loud enough for me. So uh, I, I have been eyeballing JL Audio was the brand I used to use back in the day in my previous vehicles. Uh, so I ran a couple of 12W7s in my old Silverado. Um, nice. So I'm probably going to be looking at going back to JL Audio from a subwoofer point of view. But everything yeah, else is just factory sub- Alpine. Yeah, as far as the sub goes, uh, JL Audio is some really good stuff. Uh, engineers from Phoenix Gold uh, kind of came off and uh, and created uh, created JL Audio. Uh, really, really good stuff there. Uh, I've sold it. I've installed it. I've designed systems with it. Uh, I swear by it. Uh, good stuff. But again, it's it's definitely up there as far as uh, you know. It's it's going to be in the good, better, best. That'll be up in the best. You're going to be paying a premium for for JL Audio gear, but you get what you pay for. As well, if you're looking for more volume, uh, really, John, it's going to be uh, adding in an amplifier. Yeah. Uh, maybe looking at a five-channel amplifier oh, yeah. to tuck beneath the back seat or something like that, and get some more get some more amps in there. Uh, but oh, yeah, you know, it's all, Phoenix, it's only money. Phoenix Gold amps, JL Audio. Um, yeah, the, the whole system. I would definitely want to upgrade. I mean, the Alpine system you get from the factory is not bad, right? I, I'm not going to. Just doesn't quite have the headroom that you're looking for, though, right? Well, I mean, I like if you're a metalhead, man, you, you got to hear those bass drums hit. You got to hear oh, the, the guitar bass. You got to feel it. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, G-core. Tool doesn't sound right unless it's just blasted, no. right? Dude, one of, I, there was there was a badass system that I installed way back in the day. It was one of my favorite systems, and I, I remember this to this day. Uh, it was a Volkswagen bus, and it was just little piece of shit bus, but uh, the guy had had taken care of it pretty well. Uh, the interior was left a little something to be desired, but there was no rust. It ran like a champ, and he dropped about fifteen hundred dollars to have me uh, put a huge system in it. And I and and he's like, I want you to tune it to this, and he handed me a Tool CD, and and <laughs> ah man, it was it was Tool and Rage Against the Machine for like forty five minutes oh, in yeah. that van at like hundred and twenty decibels. It was awesome. <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, Chris, sevenslash.com. We've been throwing his name around a little bit as well this episode. Yes, we Chris, have. What, are you, what are you running in your Jeep? I'm on my second stock radio. Uh, oh, for wow. some crazy for some crazy reason, the FM tuner went out in the original radio and I found one on eBay and just put plugged in a uh, a uh, just a second stock radio because as, as someone mentioned before, it was a better part of a thousand dollars just to get a an aftermarket uh, radio in there. So my second stock radio, I'm using this Skosh. I think you, you suggested on Tech Talk uh, many episodes ago, Josh, because the uh, the uh, 3.5 millimeter port wore out pretty quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. So a Skosh uh, Bluetooth adapter. And like several others have mentioned, I listen to a couple other podcasts other than the Jeep Talk Show, but I really don't <laughs> listen to any music. <laughs> <laughs> just maybe one, maybe two. I mean, now that it is so. Now that it's three episodes a week, it's not as many. But uh, no, I just listen to a lot of talk radio or t- podcasts, okay. and uh, but yeah, second stack radio because it's 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 a uh, it's a fair amount of money because I, I you you want to I want to incorporate the hand controls. I like the hand controls and the JK, oh, oh, the redundant yeah. hand controls, 
And um, even my my daughter's vehicle, she wanted an upgrade to an Apple Play radio in her car, and she was on Crutchfield. I'm like, okay, it's $200, but when you back it up, you want the redundant hand controls and everything else, you're $600 to $1,000. So That's how they get you. I'm just, yeah, I'm just rocking it stock for now. Well, a lot of the the modern systems, uh, you know, especially the CAN bus uh, systems, uh, use a multiplex type of wiring where you've got you know multiple uh, thing, multiple circuits going down one wire uh, or a set of wires essentially, and and it's all on a different frequency level. Uh, and then you got it, you got multiple systems that are sometimes integrated in with the stereo, things like door chime or uh, security features, uh, things like that. And you have to get module steering wheel controls. Uh, in order to get that signal to adapt it to make it make it work with a, an aftermarket stereo, and suddenly you're two or three modules in, plus the dash kit, the wiring harness, antenna adapter, all this other stuff, and yeah, that $200 stereo suddenly turns into a $650 install, and you haven't even touched the speakers yet. Yep. <laughs> it's like you know, yep. holy crap! So yeah, things get, can get very expensive very quick. Uh, having worked in the industry for for over ten years, I, I I know all too well how expensive things can get, uh, especially in, in in a modern system. And if you want something worth its salt as well, you're going to be paying a paying a premium. So it it it, it gets uh, gets a little painful sometimes. I can relate. All right, Dustin, uh, what are you running in your Jeep? Is Dustin I think with Dustin us? Needed a, I think he needed a potty break. All right. Well, we'll maybe circle back around to Dustin. Uh, Garrett, are you around, Garrett? Yeah. Um, All right, Garrett, what are you rocking? I have two Jeeps. I have a ZJ, and it has the Infinity Gold system in it. And then uh, it only works intermittently because it's old, and uh, it has an aftermarket head unit in it. I don't remember what it was. I don't drive it very much. I bought it that way. And then uh, I have just the stock in my TJ. And uh, I just want to upgrade just like maybe a speaker size to most of the in most of that and uh, fix the sub because I think the previous owner unhooked the sub for it. And then uh, it has a CD stuck in it right now that I can't get out. So (laughs) and I don't I mean, I'm not I'm not putting money into that right now because I'm working on buying stuff for the Jeep and not the audio right now. So it's on the list. The important stuff. It's on the list. I will say this. um, The Infinity Gold systems, although for their time, they were nice. uh, By today's standards, they're they're crap. But I will say that they're a relatively modular system. And you can find those amplifiers, those Infinity Gold amplifiers, all over the place online. Uh, If you can find one from a reputable reputable buyer, you might be able to swap out the the one that's uh, giving you some intermittent problems. That's usually where the problem is, is in the amplifier. Uh, and get yourself uh, get yourself a, a system that, that's rocking again. Um, but uh, as far as that stuck CD goes, it's actually not as bad as you think. Uh, those stereos come out relatively easy. The top and the back of them just pretty much pop off with some screws that may even just be pressure clip uh, pressure clipped on. And if you can get to the CD transport mechanism, you can actually manually eject that CD yourself. Uh, clean out the inside with some compressed air. Maybe even run a uh, a CD lens cleaner disc through that pop it back in the dash you'd probably be able to load cds in and out of it like no like it was new yeah give it a shot hopefully that works out for you all right uh is uh, is dustin back yet yep all right dustin everything come out okay what what do you have that's a yeah sorry about that Hey, ne- that's next a little tmi <laughs> it's tmi we don't need to know <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Uh, no, in my I got an old YJ, so it's got no room. I got some. I took the factory radio out. You couldn't hear it. I have a V8 that thing. Oh yeah. Uh, so I took the radio out. Oh, that's great. And I replaced it with a switch panel. So that's what I have. But I would love to put in one of those uh, Android radios, like Tony said he put in a Cherokee. Yep. I think that would be a heck of a nice radio right there. Yeah, I think you should be able to do it, especially if uh, you've still got any glove box left or room behind the dash. You might be able to make something happen or possibly even relocating the switch panel. I don't know if that's yeah. even an option. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's always room. Uh, it's just a matter of how, how hard you want to work at it and uh, how much money you want to spend, really. Uh, but, but yeah, and especially with uh, today's modern options with everything going Bluetooth and stuff like that. You know, no CD, no FM tuner. It's literally just a receiver uh, that you can hook up something Bluetooth to uh, and has some outputs for you know preamp or or speaker outputs something like that. So uh, there's options out there. You just got to you just got to find something that's going to work for your needs and and your budget. Yep. But Dustin, man, I probably would have done the same thing. Uh, listening to a V8 over a podcast, I'll do that any day. <laughs> well, I got I got the uh, the Android or not the Android the Alpine radio in my truck. I listen to the podcast all the time. But in the Jeep with the V8 and the short exhaust, and then they got boggers. You can't hear it on the highway. You can't hear it anywhere. <laughs> no, you couldn't hear even somebody next to you. You got to get those headsets, you know, like the guys in the choppers run, you know, to be talking in that Jeep. So when, you're, when your spouse says, uh, we need to talk, do you take the, 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 the Jeep with the V8 and the boggers? <laughs> and just nod and smile the whole way. Exactly. <laughs> the right foot goes a little lower there, yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's do this later. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, love that, Dustin. Absolutely love that. Uh, all right, moving on to Bill. Uh, Bill, what do you got in your Jeep? Uh, so I have the stock Uconnect with the Alpine, um, right. which is kind of odd. I think you know I have the Uconnect in my Ram 1500, but it's interesting. It used to be back in the day, that was like the first thing on my list. Like, you know, what am I going to do about the audio, right? I mean, I remember building my own passive, you know, crossovers going and getting coils and capacitors oh, and, wow. and, right on. Yeah. And, yeah. and doing all that stuff. And that was always on my list, but you know, things have just gotten so much better compared to, you know, 30 years ago on there oh, where, you know, the factory systems have just gotten to the point where it's like, all right, it's already got the sub. It's got a nice setup in there. And then I think, as you mentioned with all the integration, you know, or it's become more of kind of a pain in the ass to change out the head unit with, you know, without losing, whether it's your AC controls or other things that are in there. So um, it's just gotten so good that, you know, like my last two vehicles, I just haven't, you know, seen a need to, to you know, upgrade. I just kind of buy the, the nice system that's available, you know, as an option so that that's something I don't have to, to deal with. But, uh, you know, in the day, I used to run a lot of like, you know, Alpine head units, a lot of jail audio for, for amps, you know, and uh, I mean, that, that worked out great. But uh, yeah. So. It almost it's seems fun. to me that you really would, uh, if you were doing an upgrade, leave the head unit as it is and upgrade the speakers and maybe the amp. That's, uh, that's that driving them. Too, yeah, yeah, so. do that for sure. Yeah, generally uh, stock speakers leave a little something to be desired. But Bill's right, man. I mean, compared to like 20, 30 years ago, oh, uh, stock amazing. audio technology has come a long yeah, way. It really uh, is. And so the systems that they're putting in into vehicles now. Don't leave as much uh, to be desired as as systems in the past, and so you can actually go a little bit longer uh, without. And and also, you know, as we get older, priorities change a little bit, you know. So uh, our listening preferences change a little bit as well. Uh, maybe we don't need a pair of fifteens in the back, you know, pushing a thousand amps. Uh, we can uh, maybe live with a single ten. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> help. It doesn't help you get up and over that rock. Is uh, no, it uh, doesn't. Is the bottom line? Nope. Right. Doesn't help. Not at all. 
Wendy, what are you guys running? You, you know what brand of stereo you guys have in, in your Jeep? It's just the stock Jeep, whatever came with the Jeep when we bought it. And um, yep. it's a touchscreen, so it works fine. And we have that Uconnect. And what's funny about it is Bill connected his phone to it. So if we're driving separately, I'm in the Jeep and he's in the truck. We can't talk to each other on the phone because when he calls, it actually rings in the Jeep. And I'm like, disconnect. Or if somebody's calling him. Oh, in his when he's driving and I'm driving the yeah. Jeep and I'm like, yeah, I don't need to hear your conversation because it's ridiculous. But anyway, oh, just a stock radio. You need to get a couple of them GMRS uh, handhelds that uh, I was talking yes. about earlier. Yeah, we actually oh, have a set of radios, but not not the same that you ta- that you have. Right. All right, Bob, two cheap Jeep guys. Bob, what do you have in your Jeep? Bob, are you still with us, Bob? I think he heard that uh, Dustin went to the bathroom and thought that's a great idea. Like, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> take care of that myself. All right, we got one more uh, here as well. Isaac, Isaac, do you, uh, you have a stereo in your Jeep? What is it? What oh, is it, bathroom much. time? Oh. What's going on now? No, I, 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 think he, right. I think he's handling Junior. I think that's what he's doing. Yeah, Isaac said earlier he was going to be cleaning a, uh, a guinea pig uh, pen uh, during the show. Oh. So... <laughs> Good time. There may be some uh, rabid guinea pigs running around the household <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> oh, All right, Tony, you're going to round out the list tonight. Uh, what do you have for, for uh, stereo in, in your Jeeps? I know well, you, got, you got four of them over there. Uh, I got a inexpensive 7-inch uh, uh, yeah, display for the wife. Uh, AO, I think. A, or A-T- A-O-T-O, I think. And uh, once I got the, it's a little slow. It's an Android head unit. It's a little okay. slow to respond. Not horrible, but compared to the 8.4-inch uh, Jeep display <laughs> head unit in the Gladiator, it's like, oh, God, i got to upgrade this. Now, she absolutely loves it. From the very beginning, she wanted to have a backup camera, and I was trying to explain to her that you have to have a screen, and there just really isn't any space, uh, to at least for it to look halfway decent, to have a backup screen. So I got her that uh, that head unit with a 7-inch display, hooked up a rear camera, and now she can uh, see what's behind her when she's backing up in that lifted Jeep. Mm. So she loves That's that. That's nice. Uh, yeah. I w- was very interested in doing it to the XJ. And in fact, I did, but I didn't have a, a bezel uh, that would uh, fit a double DIN. And then one of the Jeep Talk Show listeners, so I was thinking it was Chip that actually was the one that uh, sent me that information for the uh, the the bezel, uh, the double den bezel for the XJ. Maybe not, but uh, anyway, I I got that uh, and uh, oh man, it just made the 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 installation look great. So I've got the same uh, AOTO uh, head unit in the XJ, and of course I've already mentioned the the 8.4 inch uh, uh, Jeep head unit, and it's I think it's Alpine, uh, if I'm remembering, remembering correctly. It's a little a uh, little bit upgraded. Whenever you go with the 8.4, it goes with the, right. the better stereo system. It it sounds great. It, it really really does. And I've already mentioned before how good the the podcast here. Listen, uh, yeah. how how great the audio mm-hmm. is on on the uh, inside the uh, the Gladiator. Very good. Well, you know, judging off of this very unscientific uh, poll so far, uh, I mean, we're easily uh, three to one stock over Alpine. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so, uh, I mean, aftermarket is always a more expensive uh, route to go, and, and especially the newer the Jeep you go, uh, aftermarket becomes a lot more expensive because there's a lot more involved in it. Uh, obviously, slapping a stereo into a CJ is going to be nothing compared to slapping a stereo into a JT. So, <laughs> we're talking about two completely different animals there. 
Uh, but this kind of gives me an idea as far as what people are running. And this is from people all around the nation. You guys aren't all in California or all in Texas or, or whatever. Nope. We're all over the place here. So uh, this is a, a nice little cross-section of, of what people are running. So I would say it's, it's safe to say that uh, you know maybe 75% of the Jeeps out there are likely going to be running a stock stereo just based off of this, you know, this cross-section right here of what we've asked with just listeners here on the show tonight. I can't thank all of you guys enough. Larry, Chip, Greg, Jim, John, Chris, Dustin, Garrett, Bill, Bob, and Isaac, even if you guys are uh, uh, taking a potty break or cleaning out a, uh, a dribble page, whatever it may be, guinea pig. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, if you would like to join in on the Campfire Side Chat again, um, on our next Campfire Side Chat, well, it's very easy to do. You can follow us on Facebook. Uh, we put out the notifications. You get the link, you know, that sort of stuff. You can click and and, uh, and join in that way, or you can receive via, uh, notifications via our newsletter. And you're also going to get some inside information about what's going on on the show, what's going to be coming up, uh, maybe even some uh, advance notice on giveaways and things like that. So it's a great, great way to get some in information about the show and to join in on the show as well. It's very easy to sign up for our newsletter. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and uh, find that link to click and sign up. Don't worry, we don't spam you. We send you one email a week, if that sometimes. And it's just as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. Well, thanks again to all of our listeners and my co-host. That's going to be it for the show for this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure to follow us on Twitter while you still can. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. You just gave us some hope. You said next week. <laughs> we won't be here oh, next week. Right. We're not going to be here next week. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Ah, uh, you know, I've been saying this for like I know, 10 years, I know. so it's like, it's like muscle Time memory. Time to hear the turkey goggle. But we'll be, so. yeah, we'll be back on <laughs> December 1st. That's so. right. <laughs> oh, uh, we got a little something uh, Thanksgiving-y from uh, Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, hey, where is everybody? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Not again. It seems like this goes on every holiday. Jeez. Now who am I going to explain to you that I just bought a sweater that was full of static electricity. So I took it back to the store. And they gave me another one, free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls, you have a good Thanksgiving, and I'll chat you later. Goodbye. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving next week, and we'll see you yeah. in December. Absolutely. Don't eat too much. Podcasting since 2010.